0: Everyone, and welcome back to Cinema Gems. And as always, I'm your host, the Admirable Admiral. And as always, we are in a video store somewhere in your hometown. So come find us. Yes, video stores still exist. And I know, wait, you're wondering, wait, we, but you've just mentioned your name, the Admirable Admiral. But yes, but there are a couple other people in this podcast with me. Of course, the Honorable Tesla and the Fantastic Miss Frida, but also the illustrious Buttmeister himself. How's it going, buddy?
1: hi admiral hi everyone welcome back to cinema gems we are another show on the internet where a bunch of opinionated nerds talk about the shit they love and the admiral's got a real fun goofy one for us this week i wish we would have reviewed this under better circumstances but uh admiral you
0: want to get into why we're talking about this movie so inspector clouseau 1968 um the red-headed stepchild of the pink panther movies Uh, we'll get into that more, uh, reasons later. Right. But, um, stars Alan Arkin, uh, who just passed about a few weeks ago, um, and I know that he's near and dear to my heart as a character actor, and I believe so is he to you, correct? Uh, I
1: haven't seen a ton of other things with him in it besides, um, Argo is the first thing that comes to my mind. Um. But he's incredible in everything I've seen him in.
0: Yeah. So this is kind of our uh, send-off to him, one of the movies that he's not really known for a lot. Um, and I, I this is me with not talking to my quote-unquote Louisiana French Cajun family members in many years. Um, I think Alan Arkin does a pretty passable job as a Frenchman. Oh, agreed. That's what I think.
1: Agreed. That's what I think. A- Alan Arkin um, so is is the linchpin that holds this movie together uh, because it so badly wants to fall completely apart. But Al- Alan Arkin, it it's he's just believable. Uh, we'll get into it in the in the meat of the review.
0: So so basically, Inspector Cluzo uh, is brought by uh, the uh, Prime Minister, the PM. Um, brings him over cause they've been a slew of robberies around the banks. Uh, right. so he goes and talks to the Scotland Yard. Um, and he's like, oh yeah, uh, there's a bunch of robberies going around and we want you to stop it. It's like, okay, let's go. So, uh, they go and they find out that, uh, Scotland Yard's the, the head of Scotland Yard is actually the mole. Why the PM brought him in. And he is helping devise a plan to steal money from Swiss banks. Yep. Um, with the likeness of Inspector Clouseau, played by Alan Arkin. And hilarity ensues. Um, and Clouseau stops Bank Heist.
1: Completely by accident.
0: Completely by accident.
1: Literally completely by accident. Like, that's what kind of makes this a Pink Panther without being a Pink Panther movie. Yep. Uh, but that's the defining characteristic of this character. And that is the format of every Pink Panther movie and cartoon before and after this. And it's just a matter of how well did this particular movie and set of actors uh, pull that format off. Yeah. Uh, because like we said, Inspector clouseau the whole bit about him is that he's a regular dude who's weirdly per- per- perceptive in very random times About very random things Yep Like More often than not Not the right thing
0: <laughs> Like the part The whole scene With him in the beginning On the airplane Oh, oh my, my god I, I, I made Patron watch it And she laughed so hard At the At him falling onto The luggage carrier She laughed so hard
1: I think the hardest I laughed in this movie uh, Was One of the beginning scenes His first Sit down In Scotland Yard Where they kept having To move the props
0: uh, I thought that was the... Is that... That's not the PM? No, that was Scott Yard. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, that was and, hilarious. And they kept
1: having to move props out of the shot and, like, moved, like... It's... Uh, so... I love Alan Arkin in this because he... He... He plays Inspector Clouseau like a normal dude in a cartoony world. Yep. Not in the way that Bob Hoskins necessarily did in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but, like, he's... Like, the fighter in a group of mages. Wait, do you think... Just like a, the normal dude.
0: Wait, do you think Bob Hoskins was Inspector Clouseau? He...
1: Bob Ho- Hoskins was the main character in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I was making a parallel between... Yeah, he between... was Eddie Valiant. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay, sorry, I thought you meant that, that was Roger Rabbit was a spinoff of Pink Panther. I was like, wait, No, what? the
1: only similarity they have is Bob Hoskins is literally a normal dude in a cartoon world. But that's kind of the vibe I got from Alan Arkin's Clouseau in this. He's just a normal dude. Like, while all these bank heists are going on, he's just trying to get enough coins to call London. (laughs) He's tearing off the buttons buttons. on his jacket, (laughs) putting them into the fucking machine. Like, no, just take my damn money. I don't have any money. (laughs) You're the head investigator of a case that's protecting Swiss banks worth millions and millions of dollars, and you can't even call London. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> um yeah. Yep. He uh and so then uh he he ge- he's given this uh set of gadgets which he uh, has a three bullet belt and he shoots a lot of people <clears throat> accidentally and intentionally. And then he's also at the Scottish games and he gets like this plum pudding but apparently it has cyanide in it that they were trying to kill him with. Oh my god. And like, you probably wondered, wait, is this, yes, this is from the movie. You could literally, this is the entire, like, this is not in order, but these are scenes from the movie that they've played out. Yeah, we've already um, told you the bare bones
1: the... plot of the movie. Like, he accidentally yeah. stops a huge robbery by being accidentally yeah. in the right place at the right time. But not because of any of the investigation he did. <laughs> That's yeah. the plot uh, of the what about, movie. Now we're just going off on our favorite slapstick bits because that's the meat and potatoes the of the part, movie is hilarious comedic timing.
0: Yeah, the part where he was on the bike. Oh and my he god! Stole like the the quote unquote bike from the fisherman, and then he goes to the graveyard, Jesus. and then people are running away from him because he recorded the police siren. I'm just like, this is amazing. It's. Oh. I don't know why it's in this movie, but it's amazing. This, this
1: was really fun. And when I started Googling this movie and I saw it got, like, one-star reviews, uh, Robert J. Ebert was like, this is boring as hell. I'm like, what are you talking about? Did we watch the same movie? So, I mean, yeah, I was a little so bit vibing want- when I watched this movie. I'll be honest. Uh, uh, but it
0: it's fun. It's at least fun. So, so do you want to know why it's considered the redheaded stepchild of the, uh, pink Panther franchise
1: because the Peter Sellers movies had like triple the budget.
0: Uh, well, technically Peter Sellers, uh, Peter Sellers, uh, uh, like was like, no, I'm not coming back to do inspector Cluzo. Um, so then Alan Arkin was approached to be like, Hey, can you do this? Because we really want to hit these movies are hot right now. We really want to do them. So the director, uh, Blake Edwards, did not come back because he's like, I'm not working without Peter Sellers. And uh, Henry, uh, M-A-N-C-I-N-I is the composer. Yeah. Um, Henry Maciani? Mach- yeah. Maybe I'm saying it right. Um, I'm also reading here that he, the,
1: the, there was a falling out between Blake Edwards, the director of the first two Pink Panther movies, and Peter Sellers, mm-hmm. and that's why Peter Sellers mm-hmm. didn't want to come back.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah, so basically they like MGM to keep the things going, they were like, uh, we need to do another movie. So that's why you don't really hear the Pink Panther theme in this. Yeah. At all? Yeah. Like it's very subtle. Right? Is it just me or is it subtle? It's here and there.
1: I but I love this I love this reference. New York Times review. One of those episodic all-purpose arbitrary comedies in which anything goes and nothing works. All right, New York Times, but like that's why it's
0: funny. <laughs> exactly. Um so I feel like this uh movie aged like a fine cheese. Like <laughs> it, aged, it it aged like, really like a dried well fruit. <laughs> it wasn't really well regarded in uh, it's t- in its heyday in 1968. But as the years went on, I feel like it's been like more, oh, hey, this is pretty funny. Oh, hey, this is hilarious. Because if you look at the list of Pink Panther movies, this is the third one. This is the third one. Like, it's this with Alan Arkin. It's Inspector Clouseau with Alan Arkin. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I love how, oh, well, oh the part where he uh, actually sinks the ship with his laser <laughs> uh, like light, lighter. He just sh- sinks the ship, takes on water and then the, uh, and then the, uh, the you know the people looking for the, the Swiss Franks uh, find him because of uh, the siren that's going on. <laughs> but I also love that in scenes where people are putting on um, Alan Arkin's face. I'm sorry, Inspector Clouseau's face, mm-hmm. um, like in scenes, that's really uh, Alan Arkin playing them and their voice being dubbed afterwards. So Alan Arkin played multiple roles in this movie without even realizing it while we were watching it. Like, he played multiple roles because in scenes where they just put the mask on and he's just standing there in the background, yeah. that's Alan Arkin. <laughs> it's, Alan it's Alan Arkin like, with eyeshadow. It's, It's like, man damn oh and the jack scene onesies twosies no you didn't pick anything up no you didn't pick anything up
1: i i genuinely can't oh my god. tell what scenes in this movie were scripted and what scenes were completely improvised if i had to guess that jack scene I was totally
0: improvised one thousand percent one thousand percent oh how did you like how he got hooked on the mail oh my god like the little hook for the yep. mail and he was just like oh,
1: yep 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 god.
0: And he stole from a nun. And I like how she's, I'm a, she's speaking, I'm assuming she speaks Swiss. And he's just like, I just, I'm not a thief. I need this money. And she's just like, I don't understand what you're saying. What, what's going on? Oh my God. Like, what? And then I love how the guy's like, sub ass put buttons in here. And he's just like, man.
1: It's great. Man. It's, Uh. And they there, come there realize, are little bits of comedic gold, like, Golden comedic timing sprinkled throughout this movie. Yeah. It's just really fun. It's a fun, chill, and little slapstick comedy that was totally slept on. Apparently,
0: yeah. The the bad guys decide to put. And b- by the way, did the main bad guy look like Elton John's brother? Because that's what I got the whole Thank time. Thank you.
1: I was thinking it too. I was like, it's Elton John. I was brother, totally right? thinking it too. Barry Barry Foster is Addison Steele. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's like Elton John's brother. That's exactly who it is. Um, So basically I decide to stuff Frank's inside of chocolate bars. And then they show sequences throughout the world of the Swiss chocolate bars. And I love that they're in the operating room and the patient wakes up from the anesthesia to grab the money or the chocolate. (laughs) I'm like, what is happening? Amazing. This is hilarious. It's it's amazing. It is hilarious. Um, And guys... And then, you know, of course, Cluzo stops it and he goes, by the way, guys, just letting you know, if you need me, I'm here for you. I got you, you know, and he talks to the girl. He's like, you'll be hearing from me real soon, real soon. Uh, And then he gets on the plane and uh, what he sees, what he thinks is a person that's ready, that's there to kill him. The Scotland Yard's wife is there, but she reveals that she's a little bit naughty and she wants to be naughty in his Paris and he's just like any nopes out of the plane. I don't know where he got this parachute from, but he just notes out of it.
1: Just nopes fucking out fucking amazing. Um, Absolutely fucking amazing.
0: And it's really weird that that's the plot of the movie. But look, we would also prefer that you go watch like any Alan. It's, Arkin on movie. it's, yeah, it's, on it's
1: free. If you, if you have a smart TV that you've bought in the last five to seven years, it should be a free app that comes on there Uh, and it's like yeah it's a fun little slapstick movie I don't know
0: It's, it's a Saturday afternoon movie it's a movie that you put on when you have to do chores around the house and whenever you stop and watch a scene it's fucking hilarious like it's hilarious now Alan Arkin did an amazing job in this but we also prefer that you go and watch go look at his filmography like We'll even pull up his filmography right now and show well, you... I,
1: I have a few things pulled up right now. One of them being he was nominated for Best Actor for The Russians Are Coming, The Russians Are Coming, and The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. He was also nominated Best Supporting Actor for Argo. He won Best Supporting Actor for Little Miss Sunshine, uh, which I've also seen a long time ago and actually really, really loved. Uh, he's been fucking everywhere.
0: And, of course, he, he, was, he, was, in also a, in, he was also in Edward Scissorhands.
1: Catch twenty two, Edward hands, Gross Point Blank, Get Smart. Was, yep, I forgot he was, he the was Chief in that. Get
0: Smart. Yeah,
1: that's amazing.
0: Yeah. Okay, Honorable Tesla. Jeez, he keeps he keeps barking. Fine, we'll mention that he was Wild Knuckles in in Minions: Rise of Gru. <laughs> Calm down. Jeez. Oh, that's
1: right. Oh my God. So <laughs> the Honorable
0: Tesla's like here. Sit it. <laughs> Uh, so, is Gun, it too early to say boys. that
1: here here on Cinema Gems we have a little bit of a rating system. Whole gem, amazing. Half gem, it's alright. No gem, don't worry about it. Admiral, where did this movie sit for you?
0: So this movie I had to I, I literally watched it five or six times before I reviewed it. And I usually don't watch a movie five or six times before I review it, but it was also a span over two weeks. I feel like this movie is a full gem if you are inebriated and in the right state of mind. It's a half gem any other time. Okay. That's how okay. I feel. Uh,
1: I, I think this is a solid... It's a shiny half gem. Uh, okay. It, which is a whole lot more than anyone would have given it when it came out. Apparently. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to go one bump above what everyone else says it is. It's, it's a fun little background movie that you can watch at any time and you don't need any additional context. It's like watching... Maybe I just like this because I like Poirot and I like the Ag- Agatha Christie stuff and Murder, She Wrote. Those detectives where no matter who, what actor is playing them, you know the personality of this character... And you just take the personality of that character with a few canonical tying elements to a few of the other things they've done. Uh, and you can pick and choose what those are. And you just plop them in a new situation. Yep. Like Benoit Blanc.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And also, also, the Honorable Tesla did come and like try and whisper in my ear a little bit. But he also wanted to mention that uh, Alan Arkin plays PV in The Rocketeer. We mentioned it. That's right. Tesla. We mentioned it. Mm Mm-hmm. He's been in a tremendous amount of films. Return of Captain Invincible. Full Moon High. The In-Laws. Oh, my God. Fire Sale. He's been... Alan Arkin has been in a tremendous amount of films. And we, we don't want you to go and watch all of them. We want you to go and look at the ones that you think grab you by your collar and go... Watch me, if you want to. If
1: you don't, I'm so happy you said cool. collar. I was worried you were going to say something else.
0: No, I wouldn't do that. That's that's not nice, man. No collar. By the, you know how you know how you have your little collar that you flip back when you when you're going to the Bard movie and all pink, you know, and you got your you got your collar you got your collar, you know. I that's I, what I
1: understand. Is. I I understand what you're going for. Uh, still, I was. I'm relieved that's the direction you went with it
0: yeah yep um all right guys and that is the show uh but my show do you have anything else before we go to talk about uh
1: uh other than uh uh, dr Almond kringle keeps telling me how much i need to watch uh this season of strange new worlds so if you're not going to get paramount plus i'll sign up
0: oh um (laughs) okay that's fine i i've been watching it here and there uh through a friend um okay cool and uh, and I'm almost caught up to this season, but I think I am. I'm not sure. Um, it's good. It's really, really it's probably the it's probably better than season one, to be honest with I you. I
1: just really like Pike. I, I love I yeah. Yep. He's he's one of the most competent Star starfleet captains we've ever seen.
0: I feel like as time goes on, like modern times. Even in like the late '80s, early '90s, as more I think feel like as more times progress to the inevitable future that Gene Roddenberry wanted, I feel like the co- the captains get more competent.
1: I appreciate your optimism when you say inevitable future. We'd yeah. be really lucky to get the Star Trek future at this point. Really, really, well, really lucky.
0: <laughs> well, just keep. Why don't you just keep watching? Um, just, just. Just keep watching uh, Strange New Worlds. Just just watch. When you get okay. to episode two, let me know.
1: Of, of season let two? Me. Okay. Yes,
0: Yes. let me know.
1: Um, um, I also want to say real quick, thank you to all of our amazing Swapper Jacks friends and family members. I know we're all going through a lot, collectively and individually. Take a deep breath. Take care of yourself so that you can take a step and maybe help others in the process. It's... Yep. It's it's okay. I, again, I'm going to point to the sign in my living room that says, it's okay if all you did today was survive.
0: Uh, guys, thank you, Marty and the Eric and Zerber for allowing us to be on their website, lowrainpictures.com. Kevin George, thank you for letting us hear your music, and I will piggyback on top of what the buttmeister said. Is guys, just think about things before you act upon them. Like, think about the person and what they could be possibly going through before you talk to them. Like, benefit of the doubt, please. Like, benefit of the doubt.
1: Just walk Um, with the walk and talk with the knowledge that everyone is fighting an invisible battle.
0: Yes, and you may or may not know of it, and it's their choice for them to tell you. Hundred percent. It's up to them. It's up to them. Um, And guys, next week, since uh, the new haunted mansion comes out this Friday, well actually when this is released it'll be out oh well, we decided next week we're gonna review the really bad uh 20 year ago oh my god it's really twenty. yeah years just ago about
1: 20 ago. years ago i remember watching this in high school oh god
0: 2003's three's and mansion with eddie murphy I,
1: I think nostalgia critics review of it is about 10 years old
0: oh okay all right well then there you go. <laughs> um so no uh, we're not
1: a ripoff of nostalgia critic we're 10 years behind
0: exactly we're 10 years behind and also guys just uh just just to give you a little taste the week after that we may have a special guest we may have a special guest the week after that
1: um, i'm, I'm but very guys- excited i talked to him about it at work yesterday i'm very very excited
0: uh, guys, we just want to say thank you very much for listening. Thank you for being there. And also, thank you for writing in when you can. And if you do write in, please, it's cinemagems15, uh, that's one five at com or X, formerly known as Twitter, but I'm still going to call it Twitter, uh, cinemagems underscore pod, and the Instagram is cinemagemspod. No!
1: I, I also Cinemagems
0: uh, uh, does I not have up. a Threads okay i was no. about to
1: ask because i want to put it up to the listeners what would y'all be more likely to engage with us on on twitter still as it is dying or on threads because i think we could easily tie the cinema gems instagram account to its to its own threads
0: yeah i think so i have to look into that but i'm pretty sure you it's very easy would you guys prefer that would you guys prefer to interact with us with that, or Instagram, or the? Let email? us know
1: outside of both of those things on email. No.
0: <laughs> exactly, because um, <laughs> we don't have a Threads yet, so it wouldn't really work if you tried to contact us on Threads, and we don't have. Yeah, Threads. no, that
1: that wouldn't work so well yet. Uh, if yeah. you see a Cinema Gems on Threads, it's probably not us yet.
0: No, no, it's not. Um, and also, guys, if you know us personally and. Uh, In person, no, it's personally in person. Um, Let us know what you think. Let us know how you feel. But guys, all we have to say is, uh, remember to wipe your hooves and see you later. But remember, black lives always matter, guys. Always. Bye, guys. See ya.